0: Yes, your story can help a lot of people, but there's no need to struggle and delay your success just for the purpose of making your story more spectacular. Welcome to the Be Bold or Be Forgotten podcast. My name is Brian Brown. Have you ever wondered why some people's stories are told for generations after they've passed, yet most are forgotten within just a few short years? Have you ever put much thought into which category you'll end up in? What we're gonna do is go behind the scenes and let anybody who wants to watch me fight. Fight to become a lineage maker for my family while my chips are down and the odds are against me. Maybe in that process, you'll decide that you wanna become a lineage maker too. Back when I played basketball, we would prepare for the upcoming game by studying the opponent's game film. And as individuals, it was important for us to pay attention to the person that we were going to be matched up with so that we could get a feel for their tendencies. You know, do they tend to dribble to the left, to the right? Do they tend to shot fake a lot, try to get you off your feet? Or do they go back door if you overplay them on the wing? What's their go-to move? Because if you knew their tendencies... You had the advantage. Now, I know not everybody's familiar with these basketball terms, and that's okay, but you probably agree that everyone has tendencies. Some tend to be late, others early, some tend to be high strung, others calm. Some tend to thrive under pressure, others fold under it, some play conservatively, some other people take risks, some avoid conflict, other people tend to address it head on. But You know, there's something that's more important than knowing other people's tendencies, and that would be knowing your own. So let me explain what I mean by sharing some of the tendencies that I've become aware of. See, in basketball, if I could choose between making the spectacular play versus the unspectacular play, I tended to choose spectacular. Beat them by 20 or hit the game winner with no time left, I would take the buzzer beater all day long long. And I don't know, blame it on those Michael Jordan highlight reels, blame it on ESPN Top 10, blame it on Vince Carter's slam dunk contest back in the year 2000. Regardless of who's to blame, there's no doubt that we live in a world that praises the spectacular and it's not just limited to sports. See, if I had the tendency to prefer the spectacular play in basketball wouldn't you agree there's a pretty good chance that I would prefer to make the spectacular play in other areas of life as well? You probably heard the phrase, how you do anything is how you do everything. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. See, I can't tell you how many times people have come up and, and told me, Brian, I know our story of struggle is going to help a lot of people. And my response would be, yes, your story can help a lot of people, but there's no need to struggle and delay your success just for the purpose of making your story more spectacular. See, I believe there's a couple glaring issues that come along with loving spectacular play. First, truly spectacular results are usually a byproduct of doing very unspectacular things consistently over time. Yet it's very easy to get the two confused. For instance, People might see a great marriage and think, Wow, he must have done a great job getting her flowers and taking her on vacations. Now, well, possibly true. The reality is that a big part of the great marriage came from him showing up every day and speaking her love language. The spectacular things are nice, but they don't compete with the unspectacular. Or people might see that respected businessman with that big home and nice cars and think, Wow, he must have negotiated some huge deals. Now, well, probably true. The reality is that most of that success came from the unseen hours of learning new skills and doing things like, you know, the little things that make people around him feel valued each and every single day. You know, again, the spectacular things are nice, but they just don't compete with the unspectacular. So that's first. Second, playing for the spectacular means you're going to lose more than you need to. Sure, you might make half of those buzzer beaters. You might hit the home run every now and again. You might do something that ooze and ahs. But why not make the simple and best play as often as possible? I mean, wouldn't that give you a much greater chance of winning? I call it easy buckets, which in basketball terms, meaning Getting and taking the highest percentage shot possible. Easy buckets. It's the simple layup that came from the one extra pass, not the step-back fadeaway three-pointer in the corner. See, in life, it means executing on the most basic, often mundane things that will move you closer towards your goal. It could mean contacting X amount of prospects, or scheduling X numbers of appointments, or Doing X number of presentations, following up with X number of people, crafting a social media post, writing a chapter of a book, reading for a certain period of time, spending X amount of time developing new skills and new systems, or exercising for 30 minutes. You know, whatever those things are for you, schedule them and make it happen one play at a time. Focus on the next right thing unspectacularly. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, um, I want to be sure that we know what the end goal is, because if you don't, that's a challenge. And I say that because I see way too many people start to go down a path without first considering if it's a destination they would be happy arriving to. I remember a story about someone who liked the idea of becoming a specific type of attorney. So they went down this path, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, going to college, graduating from undergrad, going to law school, and they went on to eventually land that quote-unquote dream job. And unfortunately, within just a few short weeks of working at that dream job, this person realized they hated it. Now, that's crazy to me, but it, it happens to people all the time. I mean, wouldn't it have made way more sense if that person had shadowed an attorney or five in that specific position to see if they like the type of work and see if they like the lifestyle? Now, I understand that might be an extreme example, but again, I see people go down this type of path all the time. And I share that because I think we can save ourselves a lot of time if we start with the end in mind and then we reverse engineer our goals to find out what our easy bucket activities need to be and, and what we need to do each day. So let me give you a, a high-level example, and you can apply this to your life uh, in whatever you're doing and whatever you want your desired lifestyle and impact and legacy to be, right? So let's say that you're currently a personal trainer and you love helping people along their fitness journey. You're working six days a week. You're training between five and seven clients a day, which means you typically work anywhere between 40 and 50 hours a week. This makes you a year. Now, these numbers could certainly be different depending on the personal trainer and the location, but again, I'm just giving you a general overview and bigger picture. So now let's say that you want to be able to travel the world, own your time, make six figures, and do that while helping people on their fitness journey. Well, at the rate that you're currently going, that is probably not going to happen. I mean, do you see the incongruency there? So let's do this. Let's reverse engineer, assuming that you're not willing to compromise on any of your previously mentioned desires. So first and foremost, it might make sense to learn from somebody who used to be in your current position and transitioned into your desired position, because that way you can shorten your learning curve instead of wasting a lot of time figuring it all out on your own. And to me, there's two different options to get to that six figures, own your time, travel the world and make an impact. One, You start your own gym and build a team of people who can run it without you being there. Or two, create an online program that you can manage remotely. In this example, let's go ahead and and say that you choose the online route. What do your easy bucket activities need to be? Again, let's reverse engineer it. So to achieve a six-figure income that comes in without you needing to be at a physical gym, you would need, for instance, 83 subscribers or clients paying you $100 a month for your program, or 42 people paying $200 a month, or 21 people paying $400 a month. You get the idea? Well, assuming you took the liberty to find somebody who's already gone through this process to shorten your learning curve, you would build your schedule around those easy bucket activities. So maybe you learn that you need to get your marketing pitch, your sales video, whatever it is, in front of 20 people to bring on one client at $400 a month. That would mean that you would need to get that pitch, that marketing pitch in front of 420 people to find the 21 clients paying $400 a month to get to that six-figure goal. Got it? And if you wanted to do that in a single month, that would mean you would need to get your pitch in front of 14 people a day. Now, this could be personal phone calls, direct messages, running ads on social media, something like that, right? 14 a day. So there's one of your easy buckets, 14 a day. Now, I'm not going to go through every single facet of what it would need to happen in order to achieve that desired lifestyle and impact in that specific industry, but you get the idea. And see, most people, they don't take the time to do this type of extensive exercise, and therefore they remain in spectacular land, hoping that one day, They'll be able to hit that home run or that buzzer beater. They hope that someday they'll be able to earn six figures, travel the world, own their time, and make an impact. They hope that they'll have enough money to start a gym or find the right people. They hope that somehow they can work with clients online. But it never happens because they never reverse engineered their lifestyle to determine what their easy buckets are. Start with the end in mind and figure out your easy buckets. You remember episode 11? the difference between me and you. So, I challenge you to do this exercise or simply keep your current circumstances and trajectory. You know, the bottom line is if you want to become a lineage maker like I do, we need to take simple daily action steps if we're going to arrive at that destination. And chances are, I mean, they're not crazy exciting. Matter of fact, the majority of the time they're they're not spectacular. But nonetheless, they're the easy buckets that you and I need. So all that being said, I like to make things a game. I mean, who says we can't make things fun even when you don't love your current situation? And and in my scenario, it's more important than ever to make things fun. Somebody told me one time, the more fun you have, the more money you make. And you know what? I believe that to be true as well. So for those of you who are up to it, here's the game that I started playing. Let's call it the easy buckets game. I think you might like it. There's four steps. First, think about something that you would like to have or do. This could be a pair of shoes. It could be a destination vacation, a watch, an ATV, anything. Something that you would really, really like. Second, print out a picture of that thing or that experience and put it up on a wall where you can see it, all right? The third step is setting three simple activity-based goals, writing these down that you're gonna need to accomplish that month. And activity-based means it's something that you can typically control, like X number of presentations, X number of phone calls, X number of 30 minutes workouts, right? So get creative with what it's gonna be for you, but keep it really simple put down things that stretch you, but not things that are so big that you can't achieve them. And you'll see why that's important here in just a quick minute. So determine what kinds of activities are gonna move you closer towards your big picture goals. Now, fourth and finally, you're going to assign a dollar amount that goes with accomplishing either one, two, three, or none of those goals. So for instance, if you accomplish all three goals that you have down on this piece of paper for the month, you could put $300 into an account or piggy bank or whatever that you would have set aside for that that uh, vacation, that toy, that experience, or that thing. So choose whatever, what number that it is that makes sense for you. Um, but let's say that you accomplish just two of your goals that month. Well, only $150 goes into the account for that thing. If you accomplish one of those things for the for the monthly goals, you put zero dollars into that account. And if you accomplish none of your three goals that you've put down for the month, you actually will take out one hundred dollars from that account. Again, the the financial numbers, the 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 dollar amounts will vary depending on what you want to do, but make it fun. You're gonna choose. Now, when you do the right things long enough eventually you will be able to fund that vacation, that toy, that experience, that thing, that thing that you want. This isn't the big picture goal. This is just something that's going to move you towards taking the right action so you can have the short-term thing, right? So all the while in this process, you're doing the right easy bucket activities that will put you on track to achieving those big picture goals. And when we do the right unspectacular things long enough eventually it becomes pretty spectacular, does it not? No need to complicate it, no need for it to look fancy, no need for the buzzer beaters, just win by getting one easy bucket at a time. Make your list, execute it, and for those of you who are willing to share, I would love to see these monthly goals and uh, these activities in the Lineage Makers official Facebook community. At the end of the day, we gotta ask ourselves, If I don't win, who's gonna lose? If I don't win, who is going to lose? Because here's the truth. If we don't do something significant with our lives, why does it even matter how long we live? And the way I see it, we've got two options. Tiptoe quietly to the grave of forgotten, or be bold and become a lineage maker for our families. We're gonna go on a journey together find out exactly what it takes to make sure when our great-grandkids get asked who their great-grandfather is, they won't fall victim to a frozen pen.